This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilog Media, the podcasting network. So you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artists. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavan to Google Podcast. Everything is mentioned in the description. And and of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. Continuing our quest to get you a quick insight on the silent film era, the legacy of the artists and filmmakers we're sitting on, and now creating also viral videos. It was not that simple, the creation of motion pictures, cinema, film, video, and why it must not be taken for granted. And of course, continuing our fascination with Soviet filmmakers, today we have Alexander Petrovich Dovzhenko. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, The Artists. And guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending in your notes. And um, of course, uh, all you guys who are listening from various countries, from the smallest of cities and towns. Of course, the film students have read about Dovzhenko and seen the cinema, but the cinema lovers who are listening from all these places, uh, Dovzhenko would be somebody very new to you guys, uh, but I highly recommend recommend that you go check out his work on YouTube. Most of it is there, but these three specific films, which are his trilogy, is what we're going to focus on today's podcast. So why is Dovzhenko such an important filmmaker that we must know about? Now, Dovzhenko is often cited as one of the most important early Soviet filmmakers alongside Eisenstein, Ziga, Vertov and Pudovkin. We already had snacky episodes on Eisenstein and Vertov. So Dovzhenko, he was also one of the pioneers of Soviet montage theory, often discussed alongside Eisenstein. And he's also considered to have brought international recognition to the Soviet film industry during the 1930s. So who was Dovzhenko? Dovzhenko came from a very poor family. He was born to peasants and uh, he had been a school teacher. He was a political worker. He was a cartoonist, a book illustrator, painter before he became a film director. So his ideas of telling stories were already formed while he was dabbling with these different professions. As Encyclopedia.com says that Dovzhenko embarked upon another career change in the year 1926. This one his last. He joined the Odessa Film Studios in Ukraine, south to learn the art of filmmaking. By then, the films coming out of Soviet uh, Russia, particularly Eisenstein's sweeping 1925 epic Battleship Potemkin, had been hailed by international audiences for their technical and artistic achievements. So by 1928, 
Tovzhenko made his first Ukrainian trilogy film called Svenigora, which was much talked about and is on YouTube, which is a must-watch. His next film, Arsenal, in the year 1929, and Arth, which is 1930, were again hailed as masterpieces, especially Arth. So in his autobiography, written in 1939, Tovzhenko writes about these films. and he says and i quote from filmquarterly.org jwenigora has remained my most interesting picture for me i made it in one breath a hundred days unusually complicated in structure eclectic in form the film gave me a self-taught production worker the fortuitous opportunity of trying myself out in every genre it was a catalog of all my creative abilities and why not zwenigora was his breakthrough film it boldly mixes the legendary and the contemporary the traditional and the experimental the manner of ukrainian folk poetry and the methods of avant-garde theater and cinema Senses of Cinema writes about Zwenigora saying that Dovzhenko came into his own as an artist when his subject was a Ukraine that he so dearly loved. Steeped in a fluid amalgam of peasant life and cultural antiquity, this sweeping episodic chronicle harnesses a compendium of enchanted fantasy and folkloric national record. Senses of Cinema again mentions that when Eisenstein and Podovkin they saw Zwenigora in the premieres, Eisenstein was overexcited and he said Zwenigora leaps he wrote in his account of the occasion Zwenigora was of course Dovzhenko's fourth film but it was his uh, one of his favorite work as he already mentioned multiple times and uh, according to Dovzhenko it was a catalog of all his creative abilities masterfully inaugurating tender elemental detail the rain smoke and wind the fulsome harvest the toil of men women and children in rural communal engagement he posits an existential course shared with animal and plant life progressing with inevitable seasonal flux mentioned in senses of cinema and his work constantly juxtaposed the industrialization with the land the land that was untouched the virgin land and Dovzhenko always felt, always believed, uh, and I am going to quote him here, is that I have always believed that a person cannot be an artist without a passionate love of nature. Dovzhenko's next film, Arsenal, made in 1929, is another masterpiece. Insacra.com mentions this as a dense, perplexing narrative structure and fantastical images and cryptic montages, including a horse that spoke. and in one scene a bolshevik soldier cornered by counter revolutionaries rips open his tunic to take their bullets as they miraculously fly off him he asserts there is something here you cannot kill arsenal is again there on youtube for everyone to watch divzhenko worked in an environment that was uh, politically stifling his own work was closely supervised by government officials and often the completed scenes had to be sent to moscow for wetting dovzhenko mentions that depending on stalin's mood and the political situation at a particular moment he might be forced to re-edit the whole scene um, you know sometimes even four to six times and i'm wondering that if the world is again heading in that direction where artists and filmmakers have to get their work wetted and checked before it goes out in the world 
Dovzhenko mentions uh, about Arsenal saying that he wanted to make a film about the revolution not the palace revolution but the revolution of peasants workers and intellectuals who made the revolution and then did not get anything Sense of Cinema mentions about Arsenal that visibly corroborating his graphic artist training working in tandem with cinematographer Daniel Demutsky Dovzhenko adopts intricate high contrast lighting and a refined balance of stasis enhancing tempo and suddenly crest surpassing traditional linear construction and supporting imagination over strict casual action and temporal logic rapid editing and associative juxtapositions machines of production and destruction pictures of war and industry studies of soiled cold modernity against the bright warm tranquility of rustic living form a swelling discrepancy a manifold national symphony hinging on history revolution and labor given how radically much of this appears combined with its elastic timeline incongruent spaces and abstract cross-cutting parallels the ambiguities of arsenal made it one of the few soviet political films which seems even to cast doubt on the morality of violent revolution earth was dovzhenko's last silent film made in 1930 and is regarded as his masterpiece Sense of Cinema again mentions about Earth that it was Dovzhenko's pictorial love song to nature, a radiant canvas with individual silhouettes painted against partly clouded firmaments. In low angles and formidable close-ups, the so-called sky canvases of the 1920s speak of majesty and grandeur and of the essential unity of nature and man. All three films, all three Ukrainian trilogies as they are called, Zvenigora, Arsenal and Earth are must watch and you can watch it on YouTube. Earth has been praised as one of the greatest silent movies ever made. Of course he made other films as well besides these three masterpieces. It was Ivan, it was Erograd, it was Kishore's, it was Maturin. You can watch all of them on YouTube. Over a 20-year career, Dovzhenko personally directed only seven films. In the later part of the career when the filmmaking was becoming difficult because of the political situations he turned to writing novels but when Stalin died in 1953 Dovzhenko was able to resume his filmmaking career but then he died in the year 1956 just before he was about to start filming a trilogy about a Ukrainian village the Dovzhenko Film Studios in Kiev was named after him in his honor after his death